0: It's stay Eastside Johnny Big Redemption Light. Know what I'm talking about? Oh, Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Get out the way, get out the way. since i was six i tap dance all on a brick and your diamonds like tap water that shit way too foggy these bbs is way awesome park Less for baby mama drop to your death without warning get out the way get out the way get out the way yeah
1: yeah stop chasing that bitch tom brady the bitch being the lombardi trophy let somebody else get a turn with it yo. matt damon mark Wahlberg looking motherfucker Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Three Man Weave. Three Man Weave is brought to you by the Good Folks at Chairshot Radio Network in conjunction with
0: thechairshot.com. Always
2: use your head.
1: And use your heads, we ask, we implore, we insist upon you by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the and picking up an official ChairShot t-shirt. We literally have something for everybody. I guarantee we'll have something you like. And if you put in the promo code Black History Month, you you might get something off. I'm not guaranteeing it. But what could it hurt? I mean, really, what could it possibly hurt, okay? I'm not
3: not necessarily sure it carried through to this week, but the promo code for last week was thank you for 20% off and free shipping.
2: You heard the man. Is the promo code for this week 40 acres and a mule? Pop! <laughs> I'll shut up now.
1: That was great. I don't... That, that, you, that, We're done here. That's yeah. We're done here. Thank you for tuning in to the latest edition of Three Man Weave. We're not going to top that, folks. That's uh. That's the apex.
3: Oh, I could have it. Well, I don't, we'll I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> Not a fan of the Al Borla... Yeah, no, not a fan of the Al reference. No, should I edit this As
1: out? I said, we could top it, but we're gonna try... We're gonna trudge on, nonetheless. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by the commissioner, PC Tunney, and my brother from another mother, Mr. Raymond Cash. Gentlemen, greetings and salutations to you both.
3: Are you more of a Wilson guy? I mean... <laughs> we we
2: if we do you want to talk about home home improvement? No, I'm as sorry. Do I'll do. stop.
3: I apologize.
2: I mean, look, I'm with it. Um uh by the way, happy Black History Month to all those people out there. Right. On, um, right on. You know, we only got a couple days left, so <laughs> might as well enjoy what we got. Uh but no, I'm good, man. How y'all doing? I'm good, man, and I'm I'm more of a
1: Tim Allen guy myself, man. We're going to have cocaine wherever he's at. That sounds like the place to be. It's a
2: party, y'all.
1: It's going to be a party, y'all. Tim Allen going for supply, supply the party favors.
2: That's pretty accurate. Like, that's not even a joke. <laughs>
1: yeah, just, 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 don't give, just, don't, just don't give not just don't give me your real name in case shit goes south.
2: My name is Chris Platt.
1: My name is Cliff
3: Pratt. <laughs> Neither of <laughs> y'all Chris Pratt. <laughs>
1: I'm salty he made a name for the name before I was able to make a name for the name because they're so close.
3: Ah, uh, You'll be yeah, fine. And he, you'll be fine. Nobody's going to be confusing y'all out on the street.
1: That's true. That's
3: true. And, I mean, he had a better year than I
1: did, man. He led the Bills to the AFC Championship game. So, Jesus shout out to Christ. Chris Pratt, man.
2: Well, you be trying. Uh, you, you, you be sneaking a man, huh? Listen, we ain't I, getting I, into I, the
3: Josh he, Allen, <laughs> Allen debate today. You even texted me the other day, the other week. Why, why are you so big on – oh, no, that was Jared Allen. But I took yeah, it as yeah, Josh Allen. That's, together, that's the same thing, though. You always ask me why I'm so big on Josh Allen, too, but
1: whatever. Get, get your Allens together, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay,
3: Jared Levert.
1: Uh, number one, it's Careless Levert. Okay, careless right. Lavert. Careless Levert, because you got to learn how to calm super, down with that basketball.
3: No, it's super thrilled I got traded so I could get checked out, Lavert. That's what it is.
1: Poor fella. You went from Brooklyn to Indiana. No, but they
3: caught that... Mask that he had on his one of his oh, mornings. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about like that. They yeah, wouldn't have for it. That. that was a blessing. That's yeah, what I'm saying. You're right. Oh,
2: uh, no, right. It's, it's still poor fellow went from Brooklyn to Indiana, but at least my
3: man got found out he had. I don't know, man. Cancerous mask.
2: that's true. That's true.
3: Levert, Brogdon, uh, uh, Miles Turner. We're not, we're not talking
2: about basketball wise, honey. <laughs> oh, okay. He's not
3: Sorry. talking about, yeah, him. Bad. yeah no, true no, that. this has nothing to do
1: with the job. We're talking about after hours, Indianapolis. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Indianapolis is Indianapolis a is, city. No, Indianapolis got nightlife there. That ain't bad. I've been there. I've partying in Indy. Indianapolis isn't horrible, but compared to Brooklyn.
2: Well, well mean, I'm,
3: pfft, yeah. Fair. That's like all, that's like comparing Milwaukee. That's like comparing Milwaukee to Chicago.
1: What twenty one hundred Jackson Street? He gonna be kicking it with uh, a. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: <I'm not. laughs> oh shit. You're
1: going to be what? kicking it with Marlo, Mar- Marlo, Jesus. Marlon and Tito and them. Hey, Randy's still in there. Does he really? I don't know. That sounded he? funny. <laughs> he does now. It sounds funny.
2: <laughs> <Yes>.
3: <laughs> You're I'm supposed done, to man. get it on
2: track, Tony. You're supposed to get it on track.
3: Oh, I thought Chris was bringing it around. Yeah, we'll go topic number one here. We'll be right back.
1: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
3: plenty of nfl topics this week as we approach the stupid bowl i don't want to say super you know dish for eating soup i don't know if that will get sued for that or whatever right isn't that always the big thing you can't say super bowl you can't advertise yeah, them man. having a super bowl party hey big 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 game party on sunday like what a crock of shit
1: yeah i think the nfl has it trademarked right So, you kind of got to be careful what you say in those particular situations, but who gives a shit?
2: Right. All right. Paris Hilton has that's hot trademark, and I'm not worried about Paris Hilton coming for me, bro. So, not
1: worried about the NFL. If I'm hanging out with Tim Allen, Paris Hilton may come for me, though. (laughs) I'm not saying, I'm just saying. (laughs)
3: Full circle. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Coming in hot today, gentlemen.
3: Next week's podcast will be called Isolation, because only PC Tunney will be here. Platt and (laughs) Bray will have been tracked down by their brand-new foes. All right, folks, we got three different topics we want to hit on as far as the NFL goes. We're going to finish up with the Super Bowl. We're going to get to the chaos in Texas, known as the Houston Texans, and why you want to get rid of three franchise players in less than a year. But we're going to start here. Jared Goff is headed to the Detroit Lions. And along with Jared Goff, is going the 6th and 7th consecutive year first-round picks from the LA Rams that have been traded away, the 2022 and 2023 first-round picks of the Rams, and a third-rounder for this year. In return, the Rams get Matthew Stafford. Now, guys, I I just want to break this down like this before, before the two of you give me your opinion. Jared Goff is, I think, the winningest quarterback in the regular season or overall or top three or whatever. I'm not exactly sure on the stat in the last three years. Yet he's also turned the ball over more than anybody in the last three years. Matthew Stafford has a QBR of 70 over the last three to four years. Quarterbacks with a QBR of 70 generally average about 70% win percentage. Matthew Stafford has won 30% of his games in those games. The translation would be that the Rams are finally getting a quarterback that can put them over to the next level, and Detroit's getting somebody that knows how to win and a bunch of picks. Honestly, I've watched Matt Stafford play. I don't think he's a guy to take you to the next level. I don't think Matt Stafford could have played any better than Jared Goff played against the Packers in that playoff game, and that's the step they're trying to take. I like this trade for the lions they're getting someone that's capable who may go to a better system and they're getting these picks why are the rams not building through the draft it doesn't make sense that's my take i wanted to get that out of the way because i wanted you guys to look at it from my perspective to start
1: so number one two things can be right simultaneously i, I think that they overpaid for matt stafford i do i mean jesus did y'all even try to kick the tires up on deshaun watson but well we wait to that until we
3: there. get there yeah i mean what's that gonna take that's gonna be the first question i'm asking you guys there but go ahead sorry but that being said the rams are really
1: good they're really good they've got a great defense they've got some weapons on offense with uh cooper cup and them boys on my stephen a smith shit you know this is a win now team and and you got to be looking at the landscape in the nfc they got as good a shot as any and matthew stafford is clearly an upgrade to jared Goff. i, I know you put your stats out there and this and that but it's the eye test man he's not good he's just not good and I, I never understood him being the first pick anyway hell he didn't even have a, a winning uh, uh over 500 winning percenters in college so i don't understand why you would pick your you take your waste a first round pick on that but that being said i like it it's ballsy Now, this is the type of move that messes around and gets GMs fired. That's why typically they don't do things like this. But again, looking at the landscape in the NFC, they have to be considered a title contender. Now, I'm a little bit higher on Stafford than you are. I think he's one of the 10 best quarterbacks in the league. Not so much because he's so great. It's just that everybody else is pretty shitty. So I think he is a top 10 guy, and he's a guy that you can possibly get to that next level with. With everything else around him, with super genius, boy wonders, Sean McVay calling his plays, putting him in positions to succeed as opposed to putting him in positions to fail. This is a great move for both sides because, I mean, in the Rams, you get a guy that's been a proven starter in this league and has gone to the Super Bowl. I might not think much of him. But he did lead his team to the Super Bowl He does have a winning uh, winning record And maybe this will light a fire under him Plus you get two first rounders To rebuild and try to do what you do So yeah, both. I think both sides Came out great Even though I think that the, the Rams overpaid But I totally understand why And if I was them, I would have done the same
2: My, my first thought is The NFL needs a step-in rule You guys don't know what the step-in rule in the, in the NBA is you bro, I'm from tra- Cleveland <laughs> I know, I'm know. i not talking to you I'm talking to, to our wonderful listeners I know you know I know both of you know but you can't trade multiple picks uh, consecutive trading picks uh, consecutive first round picks back to back seven years ago, bro that's crazy first round picks but just being honest they haven't needed them because they've been a Super Bowl contender consistently for the past few years um, they could have gotten to the Super Bowl If they had any quarterback Jared Goff didn't have a thumb John Wofford didn't have a consciousness Because he got knocked into Oblivion You know, and they still almost beat uh, Seattle Or did they beat Seattle? I don't remember
1: Yeah, they beat Seattle and then they lost to Green Bay the next week
2: Yes um, But you said you said it perfectly, Platt uh, Two things can be right at the same time Um, I'm right with you on being high with Matt Stafford, and we have the conversations often about the quarterbacks that are kind of on the
3: fringe of greatness that you may be lower on, we might be higher on, or whatever, but golf was 21-27 with a touchdown and no interceptions in that 14-point loss to the Packers. Good numbers.
2: Um, But um, Matthew Stafford is a guy very clearly, as you spoke of with the eye test, that is doing more with less. He's one of the few guys in the league that's putting up great numbers and is doing great work, but clearly has no help. Kenny Goliday probably played more games this, this, this year in the NFL than you, me, and Tony combined. Like, you know, and like he had, he's had nobody. Um, the history of the Detroit Lions is they get a great player, and then they lose so much, and then they retire because they're tired of getting destroyed. Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson. And so I'm happy that, uh, you know, Matthew Stafford said give us us free and was emancipated and is able to go to (laughs) hang out with his best friend Clayton Kershaw in LA and they're gonna be great.
3: Speaking of the Detroit Lions.
2: Uh, We're gonna kick you in the teeth, all right?
1: And when you punch us back, we're gonna smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're gonna get up. And on the way up, we're gonna bite a kneecap off all right, and we're gonna stand up and then it's gonna take two more shots to knock us down. All right, and on the way up we're gonna take your other kneecap and we're gonna get up, and then it's gonna take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're gonna take another hunk out of you before before long, where they're gonna be the last one standing. I didn't know if you Poor to- Detroit Lions, man. Can you imagine you got to go to work like this is my boss. This is the melon Farmer that's supposed to tell me what to do. And and, and, and then just in case if that wasn't bad enough that melon farmer that the Eagles just hired said, hold my beer. <laughs> what he heard? What he heard? Oh, boy, in Detroit.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it, it makes you it makes you miss the days of Adam Gates. Like, it's bad. <laughs> um, it's really bad. Um, what do you talking off, about? <laughs> I don't know. I, I will say this. Uh, the reason I think the trade was fair is because very clearly everybody knows Jerry Goff isn't gonna be in Detroit long. He's a stop gap until they get what they want. They have multiple picks, uh for, they have two first round picks in both of these next years now. Um, and money, bro. The money had to match. It how bad how shitty you gotta be to sign the the richest contract in football history two years ago. And they're like, nah, son, that don't work for me no more. Um and you know what? you gave that a wonderful stat, and I think the issue is that Jared Goff makes plays. The problem is he doesn't make enough big plays. So for a guy who has a much bigger arm than this guy, he's Chad Pennington without the heart. I can't win that
3: way. Yeah, I, I feel Jared Goff's problem right now is he doesn't have Todd Gurley at his peak, and a little bit of complacency having the success he had early on.
1: Frankly, I think that's disrespectful to Chad Pennington.
2: (laughs) You're probably right. I apologize, Chad. My bad. Hey, Chad, I don't care what nobody says. To me, Chad Pennington, the first ballot Hall of Famer, I don't give a shit what nobody says. I ain't never seen a human being in football, maybe Alex Smith, that got more heart than that dude. That dude got heart, bro.
1: I certainly wouldn't go that far, but comparing him to Jared Goff, I, yeah, that's uh, a yeah.
2: yeah.
1: – <laughs> shout out to Big Game Chad,
2: man. <laughs> not my best moment, sir. You're correct. <laughs>
3: All right, fellas, let's move on to another topic involving another quarterback in the NFL and the debacle that is known as the Houston Texans over the last period of time. Ray's shaking his head. I mean, not only – The rub time to be right now. Yeah. They're not I, even pool for them team. Not only does it look like Deshaun Watson and – the management of the Houston Texans are playing a game of chicken, but it doesn't seem likely that JJ Watt's gonna be back either, Ray. Well that just makes that just makes financial sense. If if you're gonna suck,
2: why would you suck and be expensive? It doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me give you an analogy. Let's say you are a bachelor with no kids, with no wife, and you are consumed by your job. Let's say you're a doctor. Why would you have the most nicest, expensive house when you're never there? It doesn't make any sense. To have a place that's comfortable, you sleep and go keep moving. So if Deshaun's going to be gone and you've already traded away the only offensive weapon you had in DeAndre Hopkins, then what make like $25 million a year. Get rid of him too. Start right over, start from scratch, blow it up. And if Cully, if David Cully really is the culture guy that you say he is... He's a raven, so I know he knows something about some culture he may not be able to translate. Then let him create his own culture with his own guys, give him three years, see what happens. But it, it, it's not going to work when when the previous regime and the previous guys who believed in the previous regime are still there. It's not, it's not going to work. It's just it's So um, that, that's the one thing that makes sense out of all of this debacle.
1: Now I agree with that, and let JJ let him go to Pittsburgh. He can be reunited with his two brothers. They can make all them subway no. commercials. Hold, hold on, let me finish because I got a good bit going re- just real okay. quick. They can do all their the subway commercials. Then he'll retire next year. They can do a hunting show on the hunting channel. And ten years from now, he'll be the GOP nominee for Congress or the Senate or the House of Representatives. Let him go do his thing. Go ahead, Ray.
2: Um, he could run right now. He definitely went to Texas. Um, but no, he cannot come to the AFC North. Cause we already got enough, but yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's he's gone, and I and I'm happy for. I you want good, you don't. I love Houston, the city. I don't care about the Texans. I love my city. Houston is a great city, a very underrated city. But regardless of what city you're in, it is a terrible thing for I think any sports fan in any sports league to have a player of that caliber. Talking to J. Watt. Deshaun Watson, even a player of caliber of Matthew Stafford, languishing somewhere where the team is terrible. The team doesn't give a fuck about winning. And all they're doing is going out there and just continuing to get hurt because nobody's out there trying to help. So I, I I part of me, the humanitarian in me, wants to see them again emancipate that man. Let him be free. Go get your money and go have a chance to go win somewhere else. Where clearly the team cares about the players. And you, did you hear the general manager talking about? We're not trading the player. His name Deshaun. His mama named him Deshaun. You gonna call him Deshaun. Not the player. You man, know look, the, you the sure? inmates run the asylum. <laughs> yeah. This man.
1: You you literally stole the words right out of my mouth. I was gonna bring up that statement that the owner made a few years ago. Plus he the fact
3: that, it. by the way, so rest in peace. But still,
1: yeah. Okay.
3: Can <laughs> can JJ Watt come home though? I mean, by automobile, he's like grew up born and raised 2 hours south of you know the frozen tundra. That's actually a good
1: spot. That's, that's what you want to do. Go for it, you know. Bug it. do you think?
3: <laughs> I mean, hey, if he can say know. if he can stay healthy for 16 games, he could be the difference.
1: What into uh what? He going to give you well two sacks in 16 games? That, that's
3: cool. But uh, you
1: JJ know, Watt had, is like
3: a game. legitimate first ballot Hall of Famer, maybe one of the top 10 defensive players of all time.
1: It's not even maybe he is,
3: but that was like five years ago. That's why I said if he could stay healthy for 16 games, he could be the difference. He's not as good as he once was, but he could be as good once as he ever was, and that's all we needed this last game because we lost by five points.
2: There's two things he can still do. It's he can still garner attention, and he's still going to bat the shit out of the balls at the line of scrimmage. That's all you really need.
1: So just moving on real quick from Tommy Tupperbill 2.0 here, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, uh, Sha, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm spraying, I'm spraying, I'm spraying today, gentlemen. Poor shot. I, I, I'm with you, 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 I, I agree with everything you said, Ray. You gotta kind of flush everything out the system and restart and rebuild. Let that man go. I don't think there's five quarterbacks better in the league than this guy. He's been getting his ass killed for the last few seasons there in Tech in Houston. And then they kept Bill O'Reilly or Bill Bill They kept Bill O'Reilly on too long as well. But the Texans kept Bill O'Brien way too long and didn't get rid of him until after he got rid of all their good players and alienated everybody else. Like that made no sense. Give that man his walking papers. Give that man his freedom papers, and let's go. Because I'm gonna say something else, and then I'm gonna let Tony get in here. There's got to be about what five or six teams that are legitimate Super Bowl contenders with Deshaun.
3: Well, oh, more than that. And that's the Probably. question. And that's the question I want to ask you guys. I mean, first of all, let's think about it this way: Stafford garners two first-rounders, a third-rounder, and a guy who I guarantee you, if you just drafted quarterbacks to teams would have a starting job in the NFL and Jared Goff. That's what that's what Matt Stafford garners in a trade. What does Deshaun Watson garner in a trade? And now let's go through the list. Let's go through the list of teams that have no business being interested trading for Deshaun Watson. Okay. Seattle Seahawks, Green Bay Packers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens san diego chargers that's i don't it. know i i'd yeah. take deshaun
2: over deshaun yes. No, 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 no no, no 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 no
3: i said have no business not whether or not we think he's better than the quarterback there but think about what it's going to take to get deshaun watson in addition to shipping your quarterback out that you already believe you can win with those seven teams believe they can win a super bowl with those quarterbacks why would they give up more stuff to go farther away from to have a guy who we're going to sit and argue about may or may not be that much better. He's better, but is he that much better? Yes. Than yeah. those guys, yeah, but of who? Not of Aaron Rodgers, not Russell no, no, Wilson, no, no, no. not no, no, Patrick Mahomes. We about the Chargers. Oh, you started with the Chargers?
1: Yeah, we talk yeah. about the. No, we talk about the charge. He's that much better than that guy, and that guy showed promise this year. He's but I'm
3: rookie. saying the youth, if, his youth, shows like he's that was that was the most touchdowns ever by a rookie passing quarterback. Did he, I mean, why would you get rid of that guy? I understand Deshaun Watson's better. I'm giving you that.
2: The. To, to answer your question, and yes, and for the record, uh, you'd put Joe Burrow before you'd put. Uh, I don't know Desmond. about Burrow
3: anymore, though. Yeah, get, get
1: get get well soon, sir.
2: Get well, you please do. Yes. Yeah. Um, the reason, and I feel like we've really went on a tangent here, because I think most of us agree. Take away the Chargers, the other six, I think we agree on. Yes. Okay. Um, that you
3: wouldn't trade for, you wouldn't trade those guys. Okay, so six for, and a debatable. But everybody yes. else, so that's 25 and a half teams.
2: Yeah, yeah. Everybody else should, and, and 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 no disrespect to Russell Wilson, but I think he's capped on his. I think he's capped on his
3: talent. I think he has.
2: Could you I think imagine he's about as far as the talent could go?
3: Could you imagine if Seattle had a running game with the offensive line this last year? No, you're
2: completely right. But you can imagine if Deshaun, who had no running game, on top of that, had either one of those receivers.
1: Or an offensive line to boot. I mean, it's Melanform been getting killed his whole time in the league.
3: And he's he, I he's think won they've won Deshaun like three Vincent. he's won like three division titles. He's been in the playoffs. They were just in the freaking divisional playoff round last year. Well
2: they with just that best receiver in the I league. I
3: understand. Year. <laughs> I'm not saying though that Deshaun Watson hasn't had not as good a chance as Russell Wilson, but he's had yeah. been in the playoffs with a team that's been good. Good, but
2: you should, look, we're not – yes, I think we agree with that. But still, I'm just saying
3: Deshaun Watson would kill for Russell Wilson's situation, right? Oh, now. I completely agree. Patrick Mahomes, yeah. even Aaron Rodgers, all the quarterbacks we mentioned, he'd rather be playing with that team. He'd rather be playing yeah. probably with – we could probably run down the list of teams that he'd rather be playing with. There might be three or four that would be worse than the Texans. I, I just – I think we
2: forget as a collective unit. Man, Maybe this is one of those Mandela effect situations. But Deshaun feel like he's been in the league forever. This motherfucker, this is his fourth year. You yeah, know,
3: nah, so he's 25? Okay. Well, same as Mahomes. I've
1: always been high on Deshaun. About the same year. Yeah, I've always been high on him. I, I wish the Browns would have drafted him when he was available. I've always, I'm I'm here for him. Him and Jameis, those are the hills that I am willing to die on. And, and Deshaun proved it this year. I mean, statistically speaking, he had his best season in the league with nothing.
3: With nothing, so who had nothing? Real briefly around the horn, and we're going to move on to the Super Bowl, bringing up Patrick Mahomes there, right, and finish out our NFL talk here because we want to get to the NBA. We got power rankings for you guys, and we want to touch briefly on the UFC before we get you out of here. Where do you want him to go, Ray? Where do you want Deshaun Watson to go? What's your perfect situation for him as a fan of the NFL and a fan of Deshaun Watson, which we all are, both of those things. So the perfect situation
2: for him in terms of what the Texans can get back is Miami. I don't think anything's close. Perfect situation for him as a player is San Francisco. He can go to San Francisco today. And with all respect to the Rams and with all due respect to the Packers, they're they they're winning the Super Bowl next year. Like not competing. They're winning the Super Bowl next year. They're that good. If if they can get him and only give up picks and not give up personnel. And you know, of course everything is contingent on health. But, like, health willing, like, they're, the San Francisco is that. We talked about all the people that he can come on to and be a Super Bowl contender. San Francisco the top of the list. San Francisco, Miami, um,
3: I think New San, Orleans, I think Chicago. San, I think San Francisco can be that same type of contender, though, with Matt Ryan and give up a lot less.
2: You're probably right. But still, if you shooting, might as well. Look, you would not with me shooting in the gym, bro. Like, shoot or shoot.
1: Uh, Yeah, I agree. I think Miami, that obviously makes the most sense. I mean, they can give up Tua, uh, two first rounders, their firstborn, the Ark of the Covenant, that glove that allowed Thanos to handle the Infinity Stones.
2: Well, Platt, Uh, they can uh, get uh, their uh, picks um, back that they gave up for a left tackle. (laughs) They can get them back.
1: (laughs) Touche. And also, it's going to take a a mint uh, rookie, a mint condition uh, rookie Hank Aaron baseball card as well. But, I mean, honestly, that makes the most sense because who says no in that that thing? Personally, I would love for him to come to Cleveland because that would make... The Browns would automatically be a Super Bowl contender next year with Deshaun Watson. You give up Baker, and they're not going to give up Baker because the city has fallen in love with Baker. He's not going anywhere. But you give up Baker, maybe you can throw OBJ in there and two first-rounders. Yeah, with what the Browns still have remaining, yeah, they'd be Super Bowl contenders. Not now, but right now
2: everybody wins. Jarvis Landry is the number one on that team and I think they'll be better if OBJ realizes and accepts that Jarvis Landry is the number one on that team and I hate this kid. but He makes plays and he's not good. But the Rashard Higgins kid continues yeah. to get catches and he's not talented, but he keeps finding ways to get catches.
1: He was a rookie this year. He's going to continue to get better. That two-headed Austin running Hooper? game, Austin Hooper, it's another guy, too, because Ogan Joby, he's gone. The African tight end's gone, but there's another yeah, guy no. that could play, too. Said it again. Yeah, Indoku, he's gone. But um, there's another guy, another tight end, too, that could play. Uh,
2: You're right. The th- um, Harrison Bryant. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I, I would love that. It's not going to happen, but I would love it.
3: That's a good trade, though. I would like to see him go to the Jets. Make the Jets relevant again. You got, what, the second pick this year? You can send Darnold to, you know, be the quarterback for the Texans for the next year and a half and then whichever quarterback you believe in after Trevor Lawrence you get there obviously they're gonna have to send a little bit more after that but for me Watson wants to be on the east coast he already said it he already said AFC as well so hey why not make a major metropolitan team relevant again because the Giants are gonna get better next year so the Jaguars is an interesting situation too because you got Urban Meyer there who's a very, very good coach, which could be intriguing. And you can basically send Trevor Lawrence for him right now, and you might not have to send much more. So uh, interesting situation, to say the least. Last thoughts, quickly, go ahead, yeah. Getting traded to New York and having your best receiver be Jamison Crowder is
2: not the move. Everything else you said, yes, I think every league is better when New York, L.A., Chicago, Houston and Dallas, Miami,
3: Maybe his team in Seattle look yeah, better when these teams are good. But the Jets have cap right. space, and there's like two dozen excellent receivers on the market right now. I mean, if they went out and traded for Deshaun Watson and brought in a guy like Kenny Galladay or Allen Robinson, I mean, shit. That makes it feel better. Yeah, They have cap space there. That's what I mean. I mean, saying, and that's where he wants to go. So that that division, that region. So, All right, listen to this real quick, and we'll be right back. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you
2: check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com.
3: Sports, 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 sports. Super Bowl 55, Kansas City and Tampa Bay. There's been a few big bets on both sides. I believe somebody did lay down a $2 million bet on Tampa Bay $2.3 million bet that would pay $2 million on Tampa Bay considering that they have rigged the lines around minus 120 for even money as far as the spread goes but at the same time I want to let you guys know something about Tom Brady and a very good possibility why this person bet on Tom Brady there are only six people in the four major sports that have ever won seven titles and two mvps in their career tom brady seeks to be the seventh and the very first ever in the nfl yeah do you mind if we guess who the other ones are i think i, I think i can guess sure go ahead so the other the Red. other there's one two three four five six they're either they're not in the nfl it's nba nhl mlb so go ahead so gretzky for sure nope never won seven titles Joe Imagine DiMaggio, DiMaggio, DiMaggio is Russell. a yes. Bill Russell is a yes. How George.
2: how many Oh no, seven. You said seven.
3: Seven titles and, and two MVPs.
2: There's five people.
3: There's six other people. Brady seeks to be okay. the seventh.
2: Okay. So you said you um, said DiMaggio, you said uh, not Jordan, um you uh, said Bill, who's... Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Mm-hmm. Kareem got seven?
1: Nope. He got five. Kareem got six. Kareem got six, I think.
2: Okay. Um, um. G don't got seven, does he?
3: Nope.
2: He's got four. That's a much harder question.
3: Than I thought the seventh
2: championship yeah. complicates shit. Uh, it's somebody else in basketball, dog. We're
3: missing so somebody else. There dog. are no other are. people. There's no one else that's ever done that in the NBA, The won two MVPs and seven titles. If you reduce Gordy it. Howe. Gordie Howe, no. There is one person from the NHL you'll never get. It's Jean uh, Beliveau. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, he yeah. played for. God, he, God, he God played, bless you. He played from God 1950 you. to 1971 with the Montreal Canadiens. He was a ten-time All Star, oh. two-time MVP, one of the greatest players ever. But when you think of great all-time dynasties and franchises in professional sports, NHL, Canadians. the Canadiens, right? I, I understand the Gretzky thing, but he didn't win seven titles. So the other, okay, so we got Russell. I gave you Jean Bellevue because you weren't gonna get it. I wouldn't get it. I don't blame you. I'm not saying that I should get it over you, but I don't know for no fucking clue. Pod and Dave review NHL for the Cheer Shot Radio. Tune into that every single morning on the Cheershot.com. They probably wouldn't have got that. You have who did you say did Babe?
1: Me? Did Babe get seven? No, oh, no, no, Who, who did? no, um, we said no, Okay,
3: there's three, there's three other people. no, 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 no,
2: Okay.
1: Okay. So we got Mantle. So there's
3: two more. Uh, let's see. So, yes, and stay in the same realm. Stay in one... No, no, Stand no. Stay The three baseball players you've named all have one thing in common.
2: The Yankees. So oh, the Yankees. So who's I said
3: Ruth? And Ruth. Nope. Never won okay. seven. Um.
2: Um. Seven. um oh. Um. Uh, uh, um. It'd be like who... Roger it... Maris.
3: No, it'd be like deja vu all over again. Okay. So the one more. So it's not Jeter. You guys yeah. don't know that, Clemens, Yo- you, don't know that you don't know didn't that know, y- he didn't get You don't know that Yogi Berra said It'd be like deja vu all over again
2: Oh touche Touche, that's, touche. That wasn't a bar- a ism I was familiar with But there's a million <laughs> of them
3: So Bill yeah. Russell, I- Jean Bellevue And basically four of the greatest Yankees of all time Berra, DiMaggio, Gehrig Mantle Like Brady's joining the essence of this If he wins that I mean come on guys that's insane and in the football, which is the ultimate team sport, that's first.
1: Amazing. Now, the the thing that um, really sparked my interest when I, I I read about that bet, I'm thinking, and, and I know you guys don't go down this rabbit hole with me. I think that these games are a lot more manipulated. I don't want to say fixed, but they're a lot more manipulated than we would we're led to believe, or we would want to believe. But I mean, sports are a trillion dollar industry. If you don't think they're manipulating these games, you're smoking crack. So that's telling me that that guy knows something. What does he know? I don't know. Maybe it could be just as simple as it's Tom Brady. But I feel like that Mellon Farmer knows something that we're not privy to.
3: Now let me give you the historical perspective on the other side and another trivia question for you guys. And I hope you listeners enjoy trivia and what we do here because we like to do that on different podcasts. I think people enjoy that, listening along, either trying to think about it before you can get it or already knowing and yelling at whatever listening device going, are you fucking kidding me? These idiots don't know this fucking answer right now. So yep. Patrick Mahomes seeks to become, what is he? He's not even 25, right?
1: I think he, he is 24. 25,
3: right? Okay, 24, 25, something like that. So whatever the ages of youth he is at, he seeks to become the first player since this player to win two Super Bowls and an MVP before, let's just say 25.
1: Isn't it Tampa? Doesn't it have to be Tampa?
3: No. Right, didn't have MVP back then.
2: Mm, um, touche. Touche. Uh, we,
3: we've we've got to be uh Tarkenton? Fran Tarkenton? He never won a Super Bowl. The Viking. Do you know how you harass a Vikings fan? By saying they won? No, you take a glass, like a drinking glass. A clear drinking glass, and it's empty, and there's nothing in it. And you take it, and you turn it upside down, and then you bring them over, and you go, "I imported your trophy case from Minnesota."
1: <laughs> That's wow. hilarious. Is it a quarterback? It's a quarterback, correct? It's got to be a quarterback. It's not a quarterback.
2: Oh, okay.
1: so that opens it up. Um, two and championships
2: and a
3: two championships and an MVP.
2: You, did you just Davis? say Super
3: Bowl era, right? Before the age of twenty six, two Super Bowls. But, said, but Super Bowl. Two, two Super, Super Bowls Bowl. and an MVP before the age of twenty six. Not Franco. Uh, Super Bowl MVP, right? No. League MVP so, okay. and two Terrell Super Davis. Bowls. No. Terrell Davis. No, he was old when they did that. He was in his. He was like twenty seven, twenty eight. He yeah, he retired after. Carl Davis guys, didn't, didn't he, he have a military career before? Like he was he was laid into the league. No, that's, like, did the... No,
1: that's the Mike Anderson dude that was on that team. Because oh, remember they had okay, three yeah, running my backs. That yeah, 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 yeah. Right. That was yeah. Uh, okay, so who was good? Uh, Pittsburgh is okay. A, is a let's Pittsburgh let's, let's think teams. about it.
3: Let's think about it. It had to be a team that won two Super Bowls within a very brief period of time. Oh, Emmitt Smith. Thank you. There you go. (laughs) Ring-a-ding-ding. My bad. My bad. It's all good. People are yelling at their listening device on that one. Let's get back to Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Ray, just give us your game thoughts. Let's go around the horn and and wrap up our NFL talk like that.
2: Well, um, it's massively disappointing that this game is happening in pandemic because this would easily be the biggest game in history, and it still may be. Um, A great matchup of teams – Most of the times we get games like this, and it's either great offense versus great defense. We have two great offenses and two really good defenses. So it's going to be interesting on both sides of the ball. You have stars on both sides Frank Clark and Honey Badger on one side. You got Devin White. You got Mr. Three Fingers himself, JPP. You got some really, Indominic and Sue, I think, is still there. That's some really good, 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 good names. But it's always gonna come down like it always is to the quarterbacks. I think Andy Reid has um I think he has finally moved past his reputation of making really shitty time management decisions in crunch time. I think he's kind of broken past that um issue or that you know I that that skeptic that that skepticism he had on him for for a long time. Um and I don't I'm not gonna be cliche and say whoever has the ball last will win. But I do think ball control will matter. The most important players in this game will be Clyde, Edwards, elair and Leonard Fournette. Because ball control will matter. Because you're gonna have a takeover takeaway, I think, personally on both sides. Mahomes gonna throw a pick. Brady's gonna throw probably a couple because you know his arm is a noodle after sixteen games. Um But I think it's going to matter who can control the clock. And um, it would be who, Kansas City, to utilize their running game more than they have. They've tried to a bit in the playoffs with Derrick Williams. Uh, Edwards-Elair is healthy now, so that helps, and the kid is a stud. Um, You know, every running back that was good in the 2010s apparently plays for Tampa Bay right now. Uh <laughs> that's not a joke. LaShawn McCoy, <laughs> Ronald Jones, Fournette. Um yeah, ball is gonna matter, but ultimately, uh, I think the best team of football, still the best team of football. I think the new Tom Brady takes takes down the old Tom Brady. I think Chiefs win this game, and I'm gonna give you a score of much younger much much sorry, much younger, much much um less than probably people who think. I'm gonna go 2016.
1: Interesting, interesting. So number one, you know Andy Reid ain't never been about that running game life. That's just not. <laughs> that's not what he does. shout team. out to Brian Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Andy Reid, man. I mean Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick, Patrick Mahomes. If it's one thing Andy Reid's gonna do, it's start a black quarterback. Like who has done more? For for <laughs> who has done more in terms of uh, racial equality and progress and Damn soothing right. racial tensions than Andy Reid? God bless Damn the Kool Aid right. Man on that, Joy. Um, it's hard to go against Kansas City because I I feel like this whole season has been the march to the inevitable. I think that everybody in the league was fatally flawed except for Kansas City. They didn't actually look like world beaters every time this year. I think they sometimes played down to the level of their competition. But, I mean, the games they lost were division games. So, of course, the division guys are going to know how to beat you. they got to play you every year, twice. So, of course, you know, they're going to lead to that. It's it's hard to go against Kansas City. I think that they have been the best team this entire year. I honestly didn't think there were any other good teams other than Kansas City. I thought Kansas City was head and shoulders above every other team in the NFL. Now, this being said... You do have two weeks to prepare, and you know I, I wish there—I'm sure it is somewhere—but I would like to see a stat about the uh, competitiveness of the NFL as opposed to the week off and the two weeks, because I feel like that two weeks would probably bleed, breed more competitive games, just because you got two weeks worth of preparation. Uh, plus, they don't—they're going to go down to Tampa. They're not really going to be able to kick it and whatnot. So people are going to be more focused. I think it is going to be close. I think we're going to give more points. As much as I want to say Tampa Bay, because that dude putting down 2.3 on Tampa Bay really makes me think that he knows something we don't. But I've I've been riding the Chiefs all season. I thought they were the best team. I said they were going to win this whole time, and everybody else was playing for second place. So I'm going to go with McHomey and them. I'll try to give you a score. I'm not good at this. I'll go 24-20, something
3: like that. You guys got some low-scoring affairs. I'll just wrap this up by saying Kansas City, Kansas City, Kansas City. Why? Patrick Mahomes, 45-24 Chiefs. We'll be right back. Wow. We'll be right back. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more
0: protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
2: Promotional consideration
3: paid for by the following. Hey, folks. PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. 99 per month get your free trial today at powerslam.tv
0: go to powerslam.tv promo code chair shot get your free month again that's powerslam.tv promo code chair shot the chair always use your head
3: I'm fairly certain that our listeners are just like us. They appreciate every time they get to hear a little JT. Before we get into it, real quick around the horn, like it's got to remind you of watching the NBA growing up. It does me especially. Um, it reminds me of Sundays. Once football was over, it was Michael Jordan Day. And the Chicago Bulls would be on NBC, and this would be the music you would hear. That's, that's what it makes me think of, honestly, and I, I loved it. Even living in Milwaukee, you know, the Milwaukee area. Uh, man, I had everything Bulls. Word to Sidney Moncrief. Shout out. Great defender.
1: And uh, Jack Sigma and his perm. Great shooter. Yeah. Great play, uh, actually, player.
3: Actually, Jack Sigma ahead of his time like literally yes uh like not as talented but like a uh Dirk Nowitzki type before Dirk Nowitzki honestly like the dude was just, look up his stats go to pro uh yep. go to com and look up Jack Sigma's stats with the Sonics and early with the Bucks.
2: Sigma and then beer really broke the mold for that position and shooters um but since we're just shouting out old school Bucks, shout out to Terry Cummings
3: TC, Alvin good as well. Alvin, Alvin Robertson, Robertson, quadruple double.
2: Yeah. He had a quadruple he's, double. He's more of a all star to me. Really?
3: Yeah. Huh.
1: And Terry Cummings, rookie of the year, right? In Millie yep. Walker. Yeah. Yep.
3: Number one pick, wasn't he? Out of UCLA. Not number one, but first sure. Okay. Round. Okay. Uh, Ricky Pierce, great buck. Oh, I
1: loved me some Ricky Pierce, man. Terrell really
3: Brandon, did. early Terrell Brandon. Terrell Brandon early was. Uh, Cavalier Cleaver. first though yeah 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 that was, a was bad that was a bad trade for the yeah. Bucks I like Terrell Brandon but he didn't want to be here and and we we I think we traded Cassell for him with something else too and that was just oh yeah it was the, the breakup the... of yeah they traded they traded uh what did they they traded Big Dog instead of Ray Allen first I think after Cassell and I'm like dude Big Dog you should have kept to get rid of Allen but whatever anyway the demise of the oh, 2001 they... Bucks but it made sense because Ray Allen lasted a lot longer than the Big Dog did. No, but yeah. at the time, Big Dog was better for us. Ray Allen had no interest in playing defense. Now, granted, Big Dog got the ball ripped every time he grabbed a rebound and tried to bring it up the court. But off the ball, defensively, Big Dog would average almost like a block and a half over a, a few seasons.
1: He might be the best college player I ever saw. That melon Farmer fair. was amazing. He would Perduco. stand.
3: He would stand I nineteen. Swear. He would stand 19, yeah. 20 feet away on the wing and he would take that ball and you know how you get the three point stance like the triple threat stance and then you could swing that ball down below your knees to get the defender off and at the same time you could always bring that ball up over your head right like you're going to pass it and you're looking around nobody could shoot a jump shot like big dog holding that ball above his head like he's going to pass and he would just pop up and shoot well that's
2: that's known now as the mellow jab step
3: but, but cuz you young kids
2: that's big dog that, that was Big Dog first. Purdue. Much Shout much out to respect. Gene Canes. Yeah. Hey, the Big Ten back then was rough. Yeah, Ooh. man.
1: Yeah, man. Michigan you
2: had, and those. Yeah. yeah. You had those Rice Indiana was there teams, back in those days. Indiana Clint Rice. Yeah. You had
1: a uh, Old State with uh, Jimmy Jackson and Funderburg. Like, yeah, the you Big was right. Ten wasn't no joke back in the day. Good times. Good times. Good
2: times. And hey, I love I love the allegory to. NBA and NBC. That's the greatest intro music to bat to like to any sport, I think. Because
3: I, the nostalgia it gives me, man. I mean we, we we grab the NFL on Fox for the NFL because we think that's the best NFL one. Unless you're gonna go some old school like NFL films kind of stuff. Yeah, Steve like, Sable got some yeah, great stuff. I mean yeah.
1: excellent All right, P. Um,
3: but yeah, NBA I mean the ESPN one's not bad, but I think it is a little bit better. It's iconic, definitely. All right. We're talking NBA, obviously here. Let's get into what's happening nowadays. Top five power rankings. How you guys want to do this? You want to go five, 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 five? You want to have one person give it? We'll criticize it. What do you want to do? On-air meeting. You're listening to Three Man Weave on the Chairshot.com. I'd imagine our fives aren't too different. So let's start at five. Who's everybody got? I'll start uh, first. Uh, uh, well, we'll do that last. We'll do honorable mentions last where you had the rest of the teams falling in. At 5, I got Brooklyn. Same. 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 We all got Brooklyn same. at 5. Okay, let's just and keep let's keep the- going until we're not the same and then we can come back and revisit. I want to see if this is this would be hilarious because there was no pre-show meeting on what we picked. I just said, "Get your power rankings together. We're going to talk about it." All right. We'll stop. We'll stop and go back. This is kind of like Price is Right where you put and there, are you you pick the price of thing, and then you come anyway. Think about it. Well, I
1: already know there's going to be a disagreement right here at number four. So please continue.
3: I don't think so. I don't think so because I think. Let's, let's no. see. No, no, I maybe, but no, I don't. I don't think the way you think. So Uh four. I'll start again. Philly.
1: I got Millie Walker.
3: I got the Clippers.
1: Wow. <laughs> well, there we go. That. <laughs>
3: That left. Let's, let's keep going and then revisit it. Okay? okay? Because I think otherwise we're going to get off on a tangent. Because I think we'll let people know where we stand and then we'll defend each, each way. And I think you guys are going to be surprised as far as I'm concerned. Three, I got Utah. Lakers. Philly. Okay. Two, I got the Lakers. Phillies, two. Clippers. One, I got the Clippers.
2: At this point in time, the Jazz were have been the best team in basketball.
1: That's fair. They, I mean, that, what, 11-12 game winning streak just got ended, and that's because Spider didn't play. And Shaq, exactly. shame exactly. on you. I
3: don't know what yeah, the but, fuck you thought Denver's, you were doing. But. Denver's a good team. So you got Lakers number one then by order. Uh, of the yeah, ones.
1: I got the champs, yeah. man. Yeah. Got you. I got you. Yeah.
3: All right, I'm going to go run down mine real quick just because I, I got what I want in my head, I'm going to do it real quick, and then you guys comment on that. Give me yours i don't have milwaukee in the top five i don't i have them six i have denver seven boston eight indy nine phoenix ten I, I just randomly put that off there okay let's go phoenix clippers been doing work without pat bev reggie jackson looking real good uh paul george and, and Kawhi are back I, I gotta give it to them Lakers just lost two games But I still got them Number two They're gonna be fine It's hard when you lose To Detroit I can't keep you At number one Utah 15 and 5 If they could defend the three That'd be great They give up the worst Three point field goal Percentage in the league Second worst only I mean only uh, Team right behind them Is Milwaukee I think And then Brooklyn Philly Has been looking Really good uh, Doc Rivers Doc Rivers Doc Rivers and then I got Brooklyn. They beat Milwaukee. What else do you want me to say? If they can figure out how to play defense, they're going to be the best team in the league. But as I'm not sure they can. They as if I'm not sure they can. So. Ray, you're talking already. Fire away, man. Let Platt, let Platt wrap it up. If. No, no, no. I got but you. I can go. No, no, that's perfect. That's a good. That's a good transition. Go ahead. Run it. Run it back up.
2: Um, I didn't do a full list after five, but I do know my honorable mentions for sure are Denver and Milwaukee. Um. And you know, I'm, I love Denver. I think Nikola Jokic is Nikola Nikola Jokic and uh, my dad, boy uh, Dad Bod God Jamal Murray. Dad, I, both those guys. I love those dudes. I, th- I think they're the most fun team to watch play basketball.
3: Can I tell you? They got Bo Bo right. They got Bow No, yeah, they got bow Yes, yeah, Bo Bo. In my two K season, I, tr- I had to influence my GM to trade for Bo Bo. Got to have that dude in two K. Oh my God! Yes,
2: because he does everything, and like in three years, he's like an 85. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so um, the Nets barely made my top five, and like they're talented all hell, but they don't play any defense. And like, trust me, I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. Their coach is the their their head coach is the best player in the history of the Suns then their, their assistant head coach is the coach of the best team in the history of the Phoenix Suns. We didn't play no defense. You're not going to win that way. And they're winning games basically off track meets. And you saw Hard didn't play last night. They lost 149 to 148 to the Wizards. Like, it, it's just, it's, no. So that they've got to they've get that fixed. Um, I have the Clippers for the Lakers 3. Mainly because I'm still biased against the Clippers in this one fact. There is no damn reason they shouldn't dominate the league. I know they've had some injury issues, they've had some COVID issues, but they got to show me because they had a lot, they, they talked a lot of game, and they had a lot of buildup, and I need to see it from them first. Okay, look at that. And uh, I guess number one in our power rankings should be court, the court vision team. Um, you know uh, but no, um, number two I think is Philly and number one is the Jazz I know it's weird to put the Jazz number one but if, you, if you've paid attention to the league this year they have been the best team by far Philly has been the best team in the East jo- jo- Joel Embiid has a legit shot to win MVP this year and that sounds crazy but as my brother said Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers Doc Rivers I still think it's going to be some concerns in the playoffs when you have two weeks to game plan for seven games, and only four players on the court can shoot. You know, that's going to be a thing. But right now, doesn't matter, because Tobias Harris is living his best life knowing that he ain't got to bump into big-ass Al Horford every time he gets on the block. Um, And I'm disappointed in Milwaukee. I'm so disappointed in Milwaukee, because... and That's that's not just because you are on the call, my brother, but they should be
3: dominating this league. Right how now. they're better. How genius. I mean, listen, I, I love to toot my own horn and I'm going to do it right here, but I think deservedly so. How genius was I to say the Bucks should wrap up whoever they can package to Charlotte or to, to, to whoever, wherever they need to pick to take LaMelo Ball to pair him with Giannis. Could you imagine? LaMelo Ball is one of the best players in the fucking league already. It's ridiculous. He's having one of the greatest rookie seasons of all time. And he's coming off the bench. Charlotte, start that man. No, leave him where he's at. Why? He's, at, he's, he's getting 30 He's playing at the Who gives a – in basketball, I've always said this, who gives a fuck who starts? It's about who finishes the game. Sure,
2: but it matters who starts, too. But I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, and, yes, LaMelo is fantastic, but the Ball brothers can pass. We know that. That's the one thing they can do. Uh, besides, this one, this one, this one can shoot. Media. This one can shoot. He's better. This he's he's, he's a consistent shooter. He's what? a consistent shooter. Lonzo, if Lonzo could shoot thirty five percent, Lonzo would have got that extension by now. He's restricted because he can't shoot. And now you see the Pelicans trying to trade him and JJ Redick, the one shooter they got. Um, well, I mean, the mellows always been the guy hey do Even you want when the balls
1: first bust a bust on the scene they were saying this two three years ago when he was still in high school here's how he those one.
3: here's how those trade dogs go hey we're looking to move lonzo he can't shoot but we'll throw in jj reddick well, that kind of averages out a little bit. I get it. That's
2: exactly <laughs> right. Because I bet, bet money if Ben Simmons would have got traded to Houston, All right, Steph so Curry would have
3: been in that trade. You just invent that teleporter that combines two people together and comes out as one. I would love to have Lonzo Radic
2: on my team. I'm with it. They're about the same color anyway. That's that out
1: loud. a lot? that I actually think JJ is slightly darker and has better hair. Yeah.
2: <laughs> And I shall pass the baton to my
3: brother, Christopher Pat. Yeah, you walked into that one. Go ahead, follow yourself there, bro. <laughs>
1: hey, man. Everybody been getting it today, man. Why should this be any different? Shout out to the balls, though, especially the dad. I love those guys. Um, I have Brooklyn at number five. I know they're, they've are they been a little topsy-turvy. They're still trying to figure this out. As a matter of fact, I said it on these airways a few months ago before the trade was even, when it was just pure speculation that I think that this could work. The ace in the hole that they have and this was the most intelligent thing Steve Nash could have done was that he brought Mike D'Antoni onto his staff because who in the history of the NBA with the possible exception of Phil Jackson is better at making round pegs fit in square holes D'Antoni's been doing that his whole career putting these weird teams that maybe on paper don't make a lot of sense but putting them together and helping them thrive and hell man for all we uh, and I mean uh, we assume that he has a, a, a pretty good working relationship with uh, James Harden as well hell for all we know man they might have been in cahoots this whole time and this was their whole diabolical scheme to get them both to Brooklyn so they can go chase a title you know what I mean D'Antoni and, and Harden I'm saying so yeah I've got them at five I still believe at the by the end of the season they're gonna figure it out uh, number four I, I got Milwaukee there because they can still defend. They're still the best defensive team in the league. And as long as you can defend, it's going to give you. If you can defend and rebound, it doesn't matter what level of basketball you play. If you can defend and rebound, you're going to have a chance to win every single night. And as if anything, I think the defense. I don't know if statistically if it would back it up, but I think the defense has improved with Drew Holiday because he's one of the best two-way players at the guard position in the league. It they it lost it,
3: their, it, it hasn't it hasn't improved it's down slightly they're still there they're not top anymore but the problem is they can't defend the three right now and it's that's effort and it's the same thing Brooklyn is if you want to change your mentality as a team defense is a mindset it's not a physical gift trust me trust me I've defended I I, I'm I'm 6-1 with my shoes off I've given guys that are 6'8 to 7 foot more fits than any other guy that's 6'8 to 7 foot at the same size and they'll tell you. It's about a mindset and knowing how to use your body. Ask Dennis Rodman.
1: Touche, touche. Uh, number three, I got Philly. They got off to a hell of a start this year. They've tailed off a little bit recently, but I mean, they had no place to go but down. Uh, I agree with Ray Embiid as a, a MVP candidate early on out the gate, but i still don't like his game that terrifies me absolutely terrifies me he runs like cam newton up and down the court and cam newton's got 10 years of nfl on him where he's been getting the shit beat out of him because of the way that you know he played the game or the way that his his offense structured him to play the game so that terrifies me Joel, my brother salmon and chicken breast they're gonna be your best friend I really wish you would lose about 10 to 15. You know what I mean? Just, you got to do something about that run, man. You just, it, it, it pains me to watch you run. Uh, number two, I, I got to have the Clippers out there. I think they have the best record. I think right now they have the best record in the West is between them and Utah. I think they, because Utah just recently lost because Spider-Man was hurt. Yeah, so half the game. So I got to, and I mean, talent-wise, they're still, pretty damn good and Kawhi might when he plays be the best player in the league it just so happens that he's a part-timer he on that Brock Lesnar schedule so I had to put him there and number one obviously the Lakers they're still the best team I still think everybody else similar to the Chiefs everybody else is playing for number two at this point the offseason moves they made and plus I just watched LeBron drop what 47 on the Cavs last week and they needed every single one of them shout out to the Cavs by the way who are much improved but they needed every single one of them but I mean, if he's hitting his jump shot, there's still there's nothing you can do. There's literally nothing you can do. That jump shot is falling. You got nothing. What are you gonna do? And he's smarter than you. What are you gonna do? You you can't do anything. So yeah, the Lakers, the champs are are number one. Shout out to Utah. Shout out to Denver. I like Denver. I think Denver has a higher ceiling than Utah. Um, anybody else I missed? I think
2: you're at good that level, go. I think that's about it. Can can we can we show some love to Houston though? Because the, like they have really remade themselves, and Steven Silas, Stephen Silas can coach. Anybody who knows, has watched basketball or even knew his dad knows that the kid can coach. You know what's the funny? He's older than me.
3: You know what's funny about Houston is if you could take John Wall, Demarcus Cousins, and Victor Oladipo at the peaks of their career up to this point and put them together, you could argue them it's against it. Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, Legitimately, yeah.
3: but it's just yeah. not. It's it's injury, 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 and I hope Look. they all can come back. in the supporting, you got your your best weapon. You have. We can say it together on three if you want. One, two, three. Christian, Christian Wood.
2: Wood. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and I the, mean, uh, 2020,
2: 2021 All Star, Christian Wood.
3: Why I mean, that? I wish he was a. Could you yeah, imagine man. him on the box with Giannis? Like, uh, we'll send you Brook Lopez and. Um, uh, I don't know future Pat consideration. Pat no, no, you can't. I got. I, I know Pat. I know Pat Connaughton.
1: <laughs> the the best thing Stephen Silas has going for him is that his daddy could still whip anybody's ass in the league.
2: That's facts. I'm
1: no not... nobody wanted with Paul Silas. You do not want that issue. I guarantee you.
2: Paul Silas got that John Amos yes <laughs>
1: yes
2: <laughs> <laughs> that i'm
3: i may be 78 years old but i still whoop your ass mm-hmm. all right folks and i'm gonna get the jump on you you ain't even gonna see it coming i hope you've enjoyed our nba top five power rankings up to this point in the season thank you once again for listening thanks to everybody who's listening to chair shot radio network we've seen a lot of people encouraged to continue to listen to everything we're doing sports entertainment and sports entertainment head on over to pro wrestling tees.com forward slash the chair shot i want you to listen to this for six seconds and we're going to give you some ufc knowledge that you might not know
0: the chair
2: shot.com always use your head
3: bray chris ufc they got some big events coming up let's talk about it first of all dustin poirier coming out saying I deserve to fight for a title. And you know what? Let's make it a trilogy. Let's run it back. Poirier-McGregor 3 for that title. That's that's what's out there, Ray. You, I see what you're doing. You don't want to smell the smelling salts. You got a vacuum kind of created with your nose and your finger there. You don't want to smell. Okay, so you don't smell what Dustin is stepping in. No, Dustin's stepping in dollars and, and Bitcoin and...
2: Money and
1: fame, ching, ching, and GameStop. Yes, He's 100%. trying to buy GameStop,
2: but that is not an appealing fight to me. That's 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 as appealing as seeing Connor versus Floyd, too. Like, nothing is appealing about that because, and I don't doubt McGregor will be better in this in the third fight, but look, man, at this point, with all due respect to. To McGregor and he is a cash cow and will forever be a cash cow until he's fighting on UFC on on ESPN's which will happen eventually it's got to uh, but the money's, with the, cha- the money's with the championship the money's with the championship because you're guaranteed to main event pay-per-views every time you're not just main event and pay-per-views because you're fighting a top guy that's where the money is and the, ch- the title's right there bro Habib is not coming back. He's been trying to give that belt up for months. So, I, I just feel like you're probably not going to get a title fight until December at this point. If you fight in 2021 again, and it just makes me question what's most important to him, and clearly it's money. I ain't I, I don't knock nobody's hustle. That just don't pass the smell test to me.
1: money, money, money. 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 Yeah. Plus, it's an easy night at the office. I think he took the best that Connor had to dish out, and knows he's not going to lose that fight. And there's not—I don't think there's another fight out there that is going to generate that type of interest with the casuals and with the public than that. And it's an easy win. So I can—I uh, can totally understand why he wants to go back to that well. I'm not mad at him for that.
2: Uh, yeah, but a, a, a telling me a, a Poirier Chandler or Poirier Gaethje fight with some. With some actual build up to it for a championship wouldn't make that that like that's the move I think because then
3: you can defend
2: the belt against Connor and double your
3: money. Well, I I think Chandler is the way to go. I mean, they moved him up to fourth in the rankings after not even being ranked after beating Dan Hooker. The guy obviously can grapple. He can throw some strikes as well. I mean, I think legitimately, Michael Chandler was like, I can't just come in and do takedowns. I have to strike. And he proved he can. I, w- I would. I agree. Why not? Poirier and Chandler. If Abib's not coming back, that should be and for the. Because Oliveira decided he couldn't make weight to fight Dan Hooker. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So he should not yeah, be wow. in that bullshit. Period. End of story. Maybe Tony Ferguson and McGregor fight to find out who's number one contender. After that, that's the fight I want to see because
2: that's the. That's the. I don't give a fuck what I do. I'm going go out here and just do this fight. Right, that's two old vets who are down their luck, and both of them need that. What was your, when Fight Island started? You remember how you were describing it, Platt? You know, yes. with yeah, of course, yes, that's, that's your best work. That is something I love it. This <laughs> is the fight that should be on that Fight Island because one, two men enter, one man leaves. Like that's what McGregor versus Ferguson would be
1: when the money gets low and the hungriness shows, I I forgot the rest of that song, but basically
3: yeah. <laughs> out the freeway here, go ahead, let me set the ambiance, here, take a second think about it, run something back right here underneath this
1: Two men enter. One man leaves. Ferguson.
3: <laughs> who's the other
0: guy? McGregor. <laughs> you forgot Conor perfect.
3: McGregor. That's the, that's the title of this episode. <laughs> this, perfect. That all led to this. You're not even going to get to finish it anymore. It all led to who's the other guy? McGregor. He forgot fucking McGregor? <laughs> At this point, he's he's forgettable right now. At this Wow, point, we've up. come a long way, eh? Hey? This oh, time, man. it's for the money. <laughs> yeah, that didn't hit the
1: same anymore. <laughs> We're
2: done. That's here. fine. That's all right, funny.
3: I think we've all given our thoughts there on that division. I just want to mention a couple notes. We do have coming up Usman and Burns for that title. That's in a couple weeks. But we do have a free UFC fight night coming up with Overeem and Volkov. They both have wins over Harris uh, within the last year. They both have losses to guys above them in the division, as in uh, Rosenstruck and Blades. So this is kind of like a middle of the tier, 5-6. What do you guys think? I mean, I'm going to be watching. I'm happy. I'm always more happy to watch uh, heavyweight contenders. It's like boxing, isn't it? Yep. Last time Overeem fought, didn't he get his lips knocked off? No, he won his last fight. That's um, been a few who fights. That's who few. am I talking about then? There was a guy... He lost the quarantine. Rosenstruck, didn't he? Yeah. This Miller
1: Farmer had his lips knocked off. Yeah. I thought it was overring.
2: It probably was, but Overeem's fought since then and won. But yes, okay, he, okay, okay. he took a pretty hard L.
1: <laughs> okay. He got knocked the fuck out in the fight I'm talking about as well, didn't he?
3: That happens, though. That's why we want to watch the heavyweights. <laughs> and... And
2: uh who who's Volkov fighting? Remind me again? Over him.
3: Or who did oh, he yes, right, who did he beat him. or who did he lose to? No, 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 Blades.
2: No, no, no. I couldn't I, I, I pulled a Chris Platt and forgot who we were talking about. <laughs> um <laughs> hey, Dude, it
3: happened.
2: Alexander Volkov is the truth. Right? He is hungry. These Russian dudes, when they come to fight, they don't play no games. You watch Rocky Three. Yeah. Like he's he's in it, bro He is ready for this. And Overeem has been—I'm surprised Overeem is still like a, a serviceable. Well, he's like what, fighter. like
3: forty something and teen something? Like he's got Overeem sixty plus fights was fighting. He was fighting in the early two thousands. I think so, actually yeah. he fought in '99. I think he was the first fighter to fight in four different decades. That's crazy. Wow.
1: Nobody yeah. should be fighting that long, man. That's uh, well, just but it is what it is it is what
2: it is chuck liddell would fight that long if they let him he's still trying to come they
1: would shamrock too
2: um but yeah no volkov is the truth i like volkov
1: there people i don't think we understand here in america man with everything that we're we're blessed to have but that 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 russian that eastern european poverty similar to that caribbean poverty. Very similar to that South American poverty. That's a vehicle and a beast that we can't even fathom here with our flushing toilets and hot water. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a reason why you know guys from though and women as well from those areas of the world typically do well in the combat sports because they're literally fighting for their
2: lives. I continuously think of when you when you mentioned that point. The 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 one of the greatest. NBA quotes I've ever heard in my life when uh, Chris Porzingis was coming over from Latvia I believe he's from and he was and the combine happened and they interviewed him they said but when you get drafted and you get your first paycheck what's the first thing you're gonna do he said go to a gym like why you got all this money he was like I ain't have a gym in Latvia you guys got gyms all the time (laughs) playing basketball all day long that's the type of stuff you don't think about like just access to a gym was a luxury to him
3: that's crazy that's a great point but comedically i want to say i thought his first thing was going to be like get hurt and just collect money so anyway um well that's true but it's true i mean he's an underachiever
2: he was on the verge of being the
3: mvp of the league would you rather have porzingis or Giannis when he was with new york Literally, those were the conversations people were having on ESPN, and he went from there to ooh, boo boo can't fucking get better anymore, never on the court anymore. Like literally, you know, seven, who got the better part of that trade now? Though, who got better part of that trade? He's, the Knicks, because Porzingis ain't he, shit. He ain't shit anymore. He's
1: seven feet four, Tony. When those lower extremities start to get hurt on you, that's that. That's a lot, man. People don't realize how that. That's a lot to be simple for, and your lower extremities start going out, man. That's... I, I'm not putting that all on him.
2: Can I shut him down real quick, Chris? Can I shut him down? Oh, please. please. Hey, t- hey, Tony. You're talking about Johnson, and Porzingis? One of these two can hit a free throw. Ooh.
3: One of these two has two MVPs. One of these two has a chance to win a fucking title and be a main part of it, and one of them never will be significant ever again. You sure about that? Positive. Yeah. 100 100.
2: Okay. Time stamp this, ladies and gentlemen, and those in between. Uh, remember this episode because we will be re- revisiting this when Milwaukee loses again in the Eastern Conference Championships and next year when, when Dallas is healthy and is playing for a world title. I can't wait.
1: And two years from now when Giannis is forcing his way to Miami.
2: <laughs> or New York. Or New York. <laughs> hey, hey, that RJ Barrett kid is nice. I want to go play with him. The next big three RJ Barrett,
1: uh, uh, my Mitchell man Robinson, uh, Pen, Rand, John Randall,
2: and the Gr- <laughs> Creek Freak. I want to go play with Mitchell Robinson. What's up?
3: Man, I feel like Eric Cartman right now. Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> oh, Folks, fantastic. I got to tell you right now if you had half as much fun as we did today, that means we had twice as much fun as you. It's been great to get back talking sports consistently again here. uh Last thoughts around the horn, the sporting world right now. Let's wrap this podcast up for everybody. Chairshot.com, pro wrestling forward slash chair shot. Chris, you seem like you're ready to go here. I mean, sporting world 2021. We're hoping to get out of pandemic soon. Everything's going on that we want. What are you looking forward to?
1: I'm just looking forward to to sports and just in general. I'm happy to have sports back. But real quick, my my little parting thought or whatever, man, uh, I I had to bring this guy up. We lost one of the legendary and I think one of the more underrated luminaries of college basketball last week with the uh, home going, the transition of, john cheney i mean this guy it, it's funny because growing up john cheney kind of fit the same mold as john thompson to me whereas they had me thinking totally different about each of those universities i didn't realize that the 15 brothers on those basketball teams at both those schools represented the the entire black experience at those universities i didn't realize the only 15 people that were black at those schools were the fifteen guys on the basketball teams. And I mean, John Cheney, he made Temple relevant. He was able to get all the high school all Americans to Temple, and Temple hasn't been relevant since his retirement. Nobody's even thought about Temple since then. Eddie Jones, one of my honestly one of my favorite basketball players of all time. I love Eddie Jones. Aaron McKee. And I'm sure there's some others that I, I'm not thinking of off the top of my head, but I, I just wanted to give John his flowers. He really was a, a Titan in the college basketball industry especially as a a young black kid seeing a, a black coach achieve excellence you know that 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 meant a lot to me in the same vein as john thompson plus he also gave me one of the funniest scenes that has ever happened in the history of life when he stormed in post press conference he had already talked and did his thing but stormed in to john calipari's press conference and threatened to whoop his ass and was getting it was on his way to go whoop his ass too he had to be held back by a few people listen and i'm pretty sure john Chady would have gave john calipari his issue
3: listen the old factory on that hunting dog was true because i mean look at john calipari now the world might be a better place if he had a chance to kill him back in the day <laughs> we, to-
1: we, I, say that, play play. I say that and
3: i say that tongue in cheek okay if you want to come at me, go ahead. I don't care.
1: No, we we got to play that clip at the end of the the show, man. That shit is still hilarious. I still laugh at it twenty years later. Please, maybe we can't find it. Maybe we will, but we'll see. But shout out and RIP to Coach Don Chaney.
2: Great, great mention. Um, uh, I also have one thing I want to re- want to bring up too. Uh, first, to answer the question, um, I'm looking for what I'm looking forward to in 2021 is normalcy. You know, I feel like we've had a lot of normalcy with sports, even though they've gone through the ringer. And I, I just want to get back to some normalcy, even if it's just fake or fabricated. It feels good. Um, the Rumble just passed. We're going on the road to WrestleMania and wrestling. We're possibly going to hit an all star break in basketball. Hot stove is happening in baseball. It feels good to kind of, you know, Super Bowl's a few days away. It feels good to have some normalcy. But I, I want to give some respect to probably the biggest news item that nobody will ever talk about this week that happened in sports. Candace Parker left the Los Angeles Sparks to sign with her hometown Chicago Sky. If this would have been in in basketball, this is the equivalency of LeBron leaving. It was, if this would have happened in soccer. This is the equivalency of Messi or Ronaldo leaving, or Tom Brady going from the Patriots to the Bucks. Because women's basketball didn't get the player deserved. So for her to leave a place where she's gonna have, quite frankly, is gonna have a statue outside of the damn building in LA. She went home, for one reason, one reason only, to give back. And so many of us, we criticize these basketball players or these athletes because they come from these places, no want to give back. Candace is truly doing what we say they should do. She's going home, back to Chicago, to give back to give back to the community uh, from, from a hope standpoint in, in her play and somebody who's one of the biggest activists in the game. She's giving back from an activist standpoint. So I wanted to give some love to that. And shout out to Sue Bird, who is a legend and coming back again. Go get another championship, Sue. Hey, WNBA deserves more talk. They are balling right now. Shout-out to Deanna Tarazi, re-upping for three years back in the desert. Show some love to the WNBA, man. They got great basketball going on down there.
3: That sounds like a great parting shot for this episode of Three Man Weave. Well said, Ray. I couldn't agree with you more. My name is PC Tunney. You can find me at PC Tunney. Please continue to listen to everything on the ChairShot Radio Network. Please continue to listen to ChairShot Radio. You can find me there on Monday and Friday. You can find Platt there on Saturday. You can find Ray there on Thursday. We're always looking to interact with you guys, so check us out all over social media. Like I said, at BC Tunney here on the Twitter, and on the Twitter, check out at Chair shop Media. Find me
2: uh, at It's Ray Cash. R E Y as in Mysterio. C A S H as in dollars. And uh, yeah, you know, we all host our specific podcasts. Check us all out. There's something for you. For everybody, as Mr. Tunney always says, we got sports, we got entertainment, and then we got the fuck shit. Okay. And, all,
1: and all points in between as well. <laughs> Make sure you guys check out The Outsider's Edge as well as Pod is War. I believe they both, do they both premiere Thursdays on the Chairshot Radio
3: Network? I think uh, uh, Edge is Fridays. Yeah, Thursday Friday. Fridays. I'll yep. take
1: beg you right Friday.
3: into the weekend with both those excellent wrestling shows.
1: Yeah, listen to both of them, man. They're both excellent shows. They really are. Um, you, you guys can find me on Twitter at the real C. Platt. But more importantly than that, I say it every time, and I'm going to continue to say it. If you appreciate the content we provide here at the Chair Shot, day in and day out, the best way to make sure we keep providing that content day in and day out is by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the Chair Shot and picking up an official Chair Shot T-shirt. Type in Juneteenth. Type in uh, Black History Month. What did Ray? How did Ray? How did you start the show today, brother?
2: Forty Acres and the Mule. What? Try you know, that one. All of. Try, try
1: the big game, Super Bowl, you, Tampa. Try all of them. All of them, and you might get something off. Maybe not. But either way, you're there, so you're already there. So you might as well go ahead and pick up a a tear shot T-shirt to support your favorite website for news reviews opinion and analysis with attitude because you're smarter than the average fan i love both these gentlemen they're both my brothers for the commissioner pc Tunney, for mr raymond cash i'm christopher platt thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of three man Weave. we will be back next week same plat time same Platt channel enjoy super bowl 50 something or other and until then shalom
0: I just got my ass blasted for giving them hell down in West Virginia. And here you get a hell of a job right here today. Good job. Three class guys. And you pick them out here and single them out. You can't get that damn nigga to the guy Shut, Shut up, guys. Shut up, guys. That's why I was telling my kid to knock your f- kid in the mouth! Standing there pushing him the game!
2: Oh. <laughs> e. <J>.
0: hey. <laughs> yeah. All I do is win, 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 no matter what Got money on my mind, I can never get enough And every time I step up in the building Everybody hands no and they stay there